This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, August 5th, 2023. This week in security news, on eight occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters. Most important for this report, starting in Europe, Poland, Lithuania, and Latvia have dramatically increased their security posture this week in response to the presence of Wagner PMC forces in Belarus following their failed Russian coup attempt in June. Their presence in Belarus is publicly stated to be for the purpose of training local forces, though some of that training is taking place just 10 miles from the Polish border. On Tuesday, Poland tracked two Belarusian helicopters that breached their airspace by several miles flying low-altitude flights, setting off alarm bells across the eastern flank of the alliance. The Pentagon characterized the incident as an incursion into Polish airspace by Belarusian aircraft. As a result, Poland, Lithuania, and Latvia have surged their own armed forces and gunships to the border in anticipation of further Wagner and Belarusian provocations. It was also announced this week that Lithuania and Latvia have sent letters to thousands of Russian and Belarusian citizens in their countries, informing them that they are now viewed by the government as national security risks and have been ordered to depart. On Monday, Alert USA subscribers were notified of a warning issued to Russia by U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, regarding Wagner. Quote, We have seen their hostile efforts on the African continent, so we are certainly concerned about the activities of this group on behalf of the Russian authorities, because they do not act independently of the Russian authorities. This is a threat to all of us, and we must ensure that our message is clear, that any attack by the Wagner group will be considered to be an attack by Russian authorities. Also this week, Former Russian president and current deputy chairman of the Security Council, Dmitry Medvedev, himself warned on Monday that Moscow would be forced to use a nuclear weapon if Ukraine's counteroffensive was a success. Quote, Imagine if the offensive, which is backed by NATO, was a success and they tore off part of our land. Then we would be forced to use a nuclear weapon according to the rules of a decree from the president of Russia. There would simply be no other option. So our enemies should pray for our warriors' success. They are making sure that a global nuclear fire is not ignited. Shifting down to Central Africa, on Tuesday, Alert USA subscribers were notified that the State Department was compiling a list of U.S. citizens in need of assistance departing Niger following last week's military coup. One day later, the State Department ordered the departure of non-emergency U.S. government employees and eligible family members from the U.S. Embassy in Niamey. Listeners are reminded that last Sunday, the Economic Community of West African States otherwise known as ECOWAS, issued a one-week ultimatum to the interim military government in Niger to restore constitutional order or risk the possible use of force. That deadline is tomorrow. Now here is where things get interesting. Nigeria and Senegal, at a minimum, have publicly agreed to contribute troops to any intervention in Niger. But Mali and Burkina Faso, who are also ECOWAS member states, jointly announced on July 31st that any foreign intervention in Niger would be deemed a declaration of war against their own countries. Confused yet? It gets better. Here are two final points on this rapidly developing situation. First, the nations of Mali and Burkina Faso each have security agreements with Russia. Second, both the French and the U.S. have military bases in Niger. The deposed leader of Niger is demanding U.S. intervention. In an official statement, the French government has warned, quote, anyone attacking French nationals, the army, diplomats, or bases would see France retaliate immediately and intractably. The President of the Republic will not tolerate any attack against France and its interests. I think we can all see where this is headed. Turning back to the U.S., listeners are once again reminded that the Department of Homeland Security has a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin in effect, warning that lone offenders and small groups 
motivated by a range of ideological beliefs and personal grievances, continue to pose a persistent and lethal threat to the homeland. Quoting from the bulletin, both domestic violent extremists and those associated with foreign terrorist organizations continue to attempt to motivate supporters to conduct attacks in the homeland, including through violent extremist messaging and online calls for violence. In the coming months, factors that could mobilize individuals to commit violence include their perceptions of the 2024 general election cycle and legislative or judicial decisions pertaining to sociopolitical issues. The bulletin continues, quote, Likely targets of potential violence include U.S. critical infrastructure, faith-based institutions, schools, racial and ethnic minorities, and government facilities and personnel, including law enforcement. Caution and vigilance are urged. Links to the full Antas bulletin can be found in the weekly threat journal email newsletter. Next up, in travel security news, in addition to the State Department messages related to Niger that were mentioned earlier, Literature USA also once again reminds the listeners of a U.S. State Department worldwide caution currently in effect, warning of the continued threat of terrorist attacks, demonstrations, and other violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests overseas. With this in mind, those listeners planning travel outside of U.S. borders would be wise to take a few minutes to check out the U.S. State Department's travel website, as well as that of the CDC, for safety, security, and health considerations for your particular destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, it is also highly useful to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and U.K. governments to see what those nations have to say about your destination, as the content of security assessments can vary widely. Links to those foreign government sites can also be found in a weekly threat journal email newsletter. Finally, Alert USA also recommends international travelers take a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important security updates directly from the U.S. mission in your destination country. All of these resources are easy, they're free, and considering what's going on around the world, these simple steps could actually save your life if you just avail yourself of these tools. If you would like to receive Homeland Security-related threat and incident alerts in your mobile device, such as those mentioned in this podcast, visit alertsusa.com. And the service is on sale this week at only $69 per year or $0.18 per day. You can find discount links in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, August 5th, 2023.